I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing my cocaine. My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. Episode 14? Is this 14 14, now? dude. Jeez, we are blowing right through. The, it was only 14 weeks ago I ate that cow tongue. Yeah. Feels like it was just 14 days ago, really. True. You know, True. No, it feels like True. it was 14 weeks ago. It's been, it's been, this has been the longest time, I think, in, in most people's lives. You know, unless you were in war, it really had to deal with, like, hard time in prison. Yeah. And everyone's getting all antsy and everything. Yeah. yeah people yeah. don't want to wear masks. It's getting fucking nuts. It's getting right. crazy out there, people. But that's why we're here to give you a little bit of entertainment, a little bit of break from the insanity that is ensuing all over the world. Yeah. This is Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. Aboard the houseboat, Tommy Lee Jones. I am your host, Kyle Mocha. And we are joined, as always, by Mr. Justin Olimpedo downstairs up, right below me. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. How are you? You're good. You yeah. looking up at me? I'm looking uh, down at uh, you. Hey, uh, hey, dude. It's weird. I like to wave at my dick, and then it's like I'm talking <laughs> to you. That's basically what's happening. Zach is, as always, uh, <laughs> finishing up our, our song for this week. So let's just jump right into who our special guest is. We are joined via like three different uh, uh, mediums or, or media mediums mediums right now mediums. Uh, platforms yeah. we are joined by Mr. Ted Filosetti how you doing brother good man yeah good. I got my uh, my laptop in front of me got my cell phone with the audio mm-hmm. and I'm watching the podcast on my iPod so this is perfect 
Your nice. screen time yeah. is going through the roof. Yeah, we're, we dealt with a little technical difficulties with Discord earlier, so we are literally, as he said, going. He's, he's using three things to understand what's going on right here. Yes. It's always <laughs> ghetto here on the houseboat. It's what it is. We're built for we're built for speed, yes. not pleasure. Um, now, as I said, Zach's working on that song, sure. so when he gets down, we'll we'll. Uh, get things really rolling, but Ted is here. Ted is the frontman, lead singer uh, for "Don't Panic," and we're going to be uh, showing one of his lyric videos for the new song "Sheep and Wolves Clothing," which is really fucking catchy. Yeah. Uh, that'll be during our second break. Um, our first break, we'll be playing a Latin-influenced dance song. Is what yep. we started out to to write. Um, this was an undertaking. This is a weird one. This is strange. It is definitely the most unique thing I think that at least vocally, and we'll get to that uh, more later. True. Um, what I did want to kind of talk about uh, for a little bit um, is today, it's Cinco de Mayo. That's why we're going yes. Latin. Uh, that's why we're sipping on some Modelo's. Um, yeah. And uh, I made a bunch of tacos earlier because it's not only Cinco de Mayo, it's, it's Taco Tuesday. This True. was supposed to be the the Taco Tuesday to end all Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> Everybody's supposed to... Uh... We got locked that? in from the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's the, it all works out. The yeah. coronavirus, a Mexican beard named disease, is what's bringing us down, and it's it's obvious. It's obvious that that's how it's going to work out. Uh, but yeah, this was supposed to be a huge party. This was going to be yeah. uh, real. Usually, we wouldn't be on this week. This would be one of our break weeks that we'd be off for, and I hadn't planned that out. But I was realizing I could have had. Instead of hanging out with you motherfuckers, I could have had a fucking party, you know, with, with a bunch of people. Oh, Zach's bouncing and now he's on yeah, his way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's going to be here shortly. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Then we can really get things started. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's Taco Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo. Sure. Everybody's stuck inside. Um, I was at the uh, I was at the post office yesterday, and I started thinking, you know, uh, people are starting to get maybe a little bit more patient with things, you know, right. like waiting in line and stuff like that. I was like, maybe people, this is like, you're at home all the time. You're not doing anything. So when you're out, you're not as, you know, like, like angsty about things. You're not as like, get the, get, get me to the fucking front of the line right now. <laughs> like you're not doing that insanity. Right. Um, but then me and you were talking about before, do you think it's just the masks are covering people's faces oh, and they're sure, really, they're yeah. just mouthing out like you motherfucking piece of shit. I hate you. And I hate your face. So uh, I mean, that's my mind. Yeah, that's going through my mind nonstop. So. Yeah, I, anytime <laughs> I'm out, I'm always just uh, my, you know, my mouth is covered, so my mouth is open because I don't have to worry about like you know catching flies and shit like that. And people go and stop being a a goob with your mouth hanging open all the time. So I just realize I'm walking around like, and then if I see a pretty lady, I'm like hello, and I'm like mouthing things now. I'm gonna have to really adjust because. I'm going to go out of coronavirus mode to right into me too so mode just, within so like sucking. a week. It's going to be, it's going to be terrible. It's not going to be good for, for anybody at all. It's not well, going to be good. I thought the funny thing was, is we were at Weiss earlier and you, you saw that girl. Uh... Oh, we were, we were at beer time. Yeah. We stopped to get uh, at the beer time place. The girl no, with the no, mask. No, no, no. The girl that had the mask on and took the mask oh, off. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So two encounters. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, the beer time one was yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> Uh, I had, I had no, the lady didn't have a mask today. Okay, so there's one lady at Beer Time yeah. without a mask, and then there was a lady in Weiss who I just stared her down. I'm just kind of like, are you serious, lady? You don't get this. Um, <laughs> this lady in Weiss had a mask on. She's in the chip aisle, and we had already like kind of gone by her, and you're just like, oh, okay. And she like right. walks away, and then I see out of the corner of my eye her pull her mask away from her face, and she pulls it away and then coughs out of her mask and then puts the mask back on. Yep. <laughs> like, 
She didn't want to get uh, the inside of her mask dirty? Is that... Our drummer was uh, grocery shopping, and he said he saw a lady walking around and pulling her mask down and eating a sandwich. What? While she was... <laughs> While she was going grocery shopping, how like, with her mask? <laughs> hey, you, I don't think you should just be eating a sandwich in the middle of a grocery store any you know old time. <laughs> I didn't think that was like a standard thing that people just she thought was they were hungry. They were, she was she really hungry to eat. Well, you know, you don't happens. you don't shop on an empty stomach. She was kind of half resolving yeah. that. She was getting to not. So the first half of her shopping was all the frozen food and all the ice cream that she really shouldn't buy. And then at the end, she got vegetables. She did, like, the opposite of most people. She started with right. the shitty food, and then she got full up on that hoagie. Now, was she wearing gloves? Did he, did he mention if she was wearing gloves or not? He, he did. I, I, I forgot to ask. That would have been fucking good. Because that's the other thing. I saw people, a lady yesterday, wearing gloves. Yeah. Um, and we were we actually we were, uh, had to go bring a bunch of scrap metal. We were cleaning out the garage uh, and brought a bunch of scrap metal because they just opened the, the junkyard uh, yeah, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. And we stopped uh, to grow. I had to grab a pack of cigarettes, so I go in, and there's a lady with gloves on and no mask, trying to like use them to cover her her face. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand how people aren't getting it. You used the great analogy earlier that somebody had used. It was like heard. some post on Facebook. Yeah, just like uh, like the whole idea of like if I were to pee my pants and I have pants on, you're not going to get wet. But yeah. if I take my pants off and you're standing right there and I pee, you're probably going to get wet. So it's good for you and me to both be wearing pants yes. in this situation because otherwise you're just you know covered in piss and. The only person I know that likes to be covered in piss is named Mr. Zachary. Oh, Stormin. Last week you had a five-minute open on your beer. I listened back to the podcast, and it was the it was it was ridiculous. But this one, five one minutes. pop, it was like like you had like popping noises in it. It was my like headphones crazy. are all fucked up. Oh, fucked up headphones. All right. Well, Zach is here, so that means we can get into drinking our beer for the evening so let's get into what are we drinking we drink it so you don't have to review it in the morning to the bathroom cheap booze and craft brews review it in the morning to the bathroom what are we drinking what are we drinking yeah All right. Okay. So as I already mentioned, we are we are sipping on Modelo. This is our pacing beer for this right. evening. Uh, we've been sipping on it. It's much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I want to try the dark. I want to try the dark. I, uh, I I've had uh, the Modelo Negro in the past. Um, I don't know the last time I had a regular special, Modelo. Though? Or is this um, a Modelo yeah, special? special? No, this is just a regular. Is the regular? regular. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing especial about it at all. Um, so, but it's good. It is good. It is decent drinking beer. Uh, I've been drinking a lot of that Lucky Strike lately, so my palate has kind of, you know, just Taking plummeted. A it's just yeah. plummeted down. It's fourteen dollars after tax for a thirty pack. It is yeah. not doing anybody any good except getting uh. me kind of drunk. Miller Lite. That is the Modelo of Mex <laughs> uh, of America. That is literally. I feel like they're the exact same beer, but when they're in the bottle, like I think it's going to taste like Corona. Like I feel like just like you know my. My Miller ignorant Lite brain takes over. Infinitely better from the bottle than from the can. 
it's like noticeably better. Yeah. Not, even that's not it's not good, but it's noticeably better. Noticeably better. Yeah. Now we are also every week we try to find a weird beer, something we've not enjoyed in the past. We've been looking at this one for a while. Um, we've been looking at a lot of Flying Dog. Uh, beer time down in East Strasburg is where we buy all of the beer that we enjoy on this wonderful show. They're awesome down there. Yeah. Uh, they've got a great supply of beer. They're staying stocked up. They've, if you're a smoker, they've got all your smoking needs. If you're another type of smoker, they've got a lot of those needs as well. Yeah. Ashtrays, they water. They sell crack? They sell crack. Is that what you're getting? Yeah, if you're a crack addict, they got it I for you. I thought you meant by smoker. Yeah, yeah, if you're a crack addict, you, you smoke crack. You a crack, smoker? Yeah, I dabble in crack a little bit. That's not what I was asking. Only when I drink, though. Only when I drink. I'm a social crack smoker. Socially. Socially. I don't think about it unless someone's like, here, do you want some? And I won't finish the crack pipe. I'll leave it there for a child or something to find. All right. So Flying Dog Numero Uno Mexican Lager is our featured special beer of the week. It's a Mexican-style lager brewed with agave nectar and finished with lime zest. Now, uh, all of those things, including the fact that it's made by Flying Dog and has some wonderful Ralph Steadman artwork on it. Is that yeah. who? Is that the guy? Yeah, Ralph Steadman. It's he's, wild. He's the guy who did all it's of creepy. the Hunter S. Thompson stuff, so yeah. all Fear and Loathing, everything. So he is contracted, or I don't know if he's still alive. I think he might be close to is not it being alive. Is um, He know. does a lot of like just ink, and uh, I don't know if his painting is watercolor, but... Some of it really looks like... It smells really fucking good, man. Yeah. All right. So we're going to give this a crack into... This smells really good. As always, Zach's been here for 30 seconds. Ooh, yeah. And he's got two beers open. Oh, this is definitely better than what we've been uh, forcing ourselves to drink. This is really good. All right. So give it a little little sipper. Uh, I got one beer open. One beer open. You killed the Modelo? That's a champ. That's a champ right there. Mm. That's good. Yeah, it's kind of, it's got that, like, you feel like it's going to have a bite like an IPA. It's got that warmness, but it ends kind of like just a lager. It ends like more of like a wheat beer. You definitely get that lime zest on the end there. It's, um, do you think the artwork is better than the beer itself? Because I kind of am siding on that uh, side of things right now. No, I like the beer a lot. I think the beer is really good. I think I can drink a bunch of these. I mean, the artwork is awesome. I think I I like the Stedman Mm, better than the actual flavor. I don't know if you're going to be able to drink a bunch of these. I feel already in my mouth. This is going to get a little metallic. Metallic? It's going to dry it out, too? After a few. Oh, no. uh, it's good. Get some but mouth I'm, noises but I'm for the ASMR fans. Two, two or three of these down, and your mouth is going to be like that. Yeah. That pucker It's going to be a little, little tinniness to yeah. it. Just a little weirdness. All right. Uh, so, uh, Ted, is your, is your beverage of choice usually Miller Lite? Has that what's been getting you through? Or, or are you a, yeah. a, a liquor fan at all? Or what else have you been down in during this time? Uh, I mean, I drink a lot of Miller Lite. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I have, I have for since I started drinking like legally. Uh, Bod, Josh Bodwell got me in, into it as like as like my training wheel beer, and I just never got off of it. So I always said Miller Lite's my retirement beer. It's the beer that when I go, I don't feel like trying anything else. I can just retire to Miller Lite, and I know I'm not going to ever be offended by it. I've never had <laughs> bad Miller Lite, and I've also never had great Miller. Lite. I mean. Great Miller Lite might be Miller High Life. Like, that might be great Miller Lite. It's the champagne of beer. It is. I've been wanting to buy the big champagne bottle case that they've got at beer time as well. You know what is good about Miller Lite, too? Almost any bar I've ever been in, that like, I've never been there before, my first time there. You can say Miller Lite. Even if it looks like a shady joint, if they got Miller Lite on tap, I'm just like... Okay. I'll have the, yeah. the Miller on tap. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I know. And you'll know immediately if it's not good, and you can judge the whole place off them. If you drink it, sure. you're like, 
that tastes like a Floods Miller Lite from seven years ago, and you just know that you don't need to you don't need to drink it. Yeah. Not to, not to bash local businesses while they're down or anything like that, but they're better now. They're yeah. better now. They're it's better. great. I said it in the past on the show. I only ever drank Yingling Lager on tap at Floods for the first five years of my like life of like being a legal drinker. I'd had it in bottles, and then I had it on tap there. And I went, oh, it does taste different on tap. This is so much better. Yeah, it does. And then I, one, I, I'm, I'm bougie. I just drink out of the bottle every. Yeah. Day. Oh, it definitely has a different taste. But then I realized that floods uh, hadn't changed the tap line in a while, and I was enjoying the taste of like the buildup of yeast inside of it for years. <laughs> yeah. Sweetness. Probably it was so yeah. good. And then they, then I went to Jocks one day, and I had one there, and I don't know why I'd never. I guess I only really went there for like dollar mixed drinks and shit like that. Yeah. Front row, Jock and Jill's back in the the old days. Right. And I took a sip of it. I'm like, this doesn't taste good. Just give me a Miller Lite. And the Miller Lite tasted fine. I guess the just the flood line was just so wonderfully sweetened. And then they redid their whole tap system, redid yeah. all their lines. Uh-huh. And I don't like drinking Yingling anywhere anymore. Now it's all clean. It's all tasting good. <laughs> it's Ew. fucked. Man. It's like people say in, in Italy uh, the, the, when they changed uh, like laws and like regulations and people weren't able to smoke anymore when they made food, that the flavor changed. And it was because the guys used to make their marinara sauce with a freaking cigarette hanging out of their mouth. So how much ash probably dropped in and you didn't realize it added some good taste to it delicious and, and I, like, that, I like my bars covered in piss that's what and i enjoy disgusting that's why k's is always a solid choice if you're just walking around town <laughs> k's is a solid choice and you get to hang out with jen and steve is usually there too so that's always a good it's always a good time yeah. all right guys well as we've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks we've been trying to find things that are happening in the world that are unrelated to coronavirus so here we go with what's happening i think i did it i think i nailed it this week I think I have two things. All right. It's only two, but there are two. Okay. What's happening, Justin? Hey, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening in the world? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Hey, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening in the world? What's going on? What's going on? What's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening in the world? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Always terrifying myself at the end of that one. Always freaking myself out. All right, guys, so what's going on in the world? I think the biggest news in the last couple of days has to be that they have announced who is going to be, and I forget, we didn't look it up. We didn't see if it was a show or or a movie, but they are making, I was going to say a a live action Tiger King. Um, They're making, you know, like the Lion King. John Favreau is going to direct it. It's going to be all about tigers and everything. Uh, But they they, they officially cast uh, Joe Exotic, and it looks like we are getting Senor Nicolas Cage as Joe Exotic. Now, I had my hopes set on Thomas Lennon, uh, he did a couple appearances, and it pretty much was just like a more southern Lieutenant Dangle, and it worked. Like, it worked. He did a really good job. And then I know most people were pushing for Spade. Right. Most people yeah, were really yeah. thinking they wanted David Spade. He was really pushing for it, too. It, it's just the Joe Dirt thing. It's yeah. literally, it's yeah, yeah. just people go, oh, he's a crazy gay redneck. So is David Spade, right? Just make him yeah. do it. David Spade. I don't think that works. No, no, but that's what they think. Yeah, you, did you have anybody in mind before Ted uh, that they before they announced Nick Cage that you thought would have done it, or do you think Nick Cage is a good choice? 
he's uh, he's fine. He's fucking crazy. So yeah, uh, he'll do yeah. any, literally any movie. Yeah, yeah. like in the he last couple of years, care. he's been if making. If we had enough money, we'd be like, hey, Nick Cage, you want to be in a movie uh, about a man who steals eggs and shoves them in his ass? And he would and do he it. goes crazy in his own house. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, but we'll give you two million dollars. He'd be like, can like, we call it Bad Lieutenant Three? Can we call it Bad <laughs> Lieutenant? Yeah, we call I don't it, know. Uh, after uh, after Colorado Space and what was Mandy, it Mandy? Man- and then and then what was the uh, mom and dad? Oh, Mandy, yeah, yeah, Mandy. Like that Mandy when that trailer came out, I was like, oh, we're entering a weird. It. Still have so not watched good, it, man. but that and mom and dad oh, it's both. Crazy. It's oh, I like. See, I'm all right with Nick Cage, and I made a meme that said anybody that I doubt love face off. exhibit exhibit yeah, A, yeah. and I put a picture of him in Con Air. He does a oh, wonderfully great, terrible, yeah. terrible Southern accent in that. So if you just take yep. that character and age him 30 years, Raising Arizona is Raising, a great movie. Yeah. He's a I great redneck that in that. He's a he's he has experience in the redneck field, and he has experience <laughs> in the crazy field just his entire fucking life. You is know? Nick Cage yeah. the best actor of all time? Um, maybe because he like convinced the world that he wasn't. Maybe that's it's the whole devil thing. What's the greatest trick the devil ever played is convincing the world he didn't exist. The greatest trick. Nick Cage ever played convincing was us that winning he's the an greatest. Oscar in like '93 and then having 20 years of the most batshit crazy career. Maybe he's following just having that. fun. He's just like this movie says, "Wow, let's do it." When I get to be attacked by bees, all right, cool, I'll do it, I'll do it. Yeah. See, I love him in adaptation. It's one of my favorite movies. He plays uh, Charlie Kaufman and Charlie Kaufman's twin brother, who is a made-up character. Um, but it's all about Charlie Kaufman, the writer, trying to adapt a book about a flower and not knowing how to do it. And Nick Cage crushes it. He does a great job in that. He does a great job in this movie, Matchstick Men. Matchstick Men, yeah. yeah so fucking great. One. He's done a lot. So I am willing, after what he's been doing the last couple of years, like he did his weird shit, like that. Uh, I mean, he did his real big money movies. Yeah, well, he you got I mean? all. He lost all of his money to fucking uh, what was that Ponzi scheme guy? Uh, uh, that fucking guy like ten years ago. Remember that Madoff? Madoff, yeah, oh, Bernie, Bernie Madoff, Madoff. the Bernie. bad Bernie. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, yeah, he lost all of his money to him, and that's when he started doing like Wicker Man. And uh, I mean, <laughs> Wicker Man, Wicker Man is just so over the top, amazingly bad. Yeah. It's just you don't ever need to see it twice unless you're really stoned. Um, it's just it's it's a good dumb time. So, I don't know where I was in my life or mind. That I saw that movie and thought it was good, and I was just like, "Oh, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I like that." Did you and see then, the original you were before like that though? No. When it came oh, out. so you oh. had no idea. I, so I had no idea oh, about okay. it. I just, it just looked fucking cool. I watched, it, I was like, "Oh, that was pretty cool." And then, like, over years and years, it's just been beating in my head. Wicker Man's a bad movie. Yeah, it's well, a they, bad movie. But they like, do that with a lot of those remakes, though. Was, like yeah. a lot of a lot of kids I saw never the it new. Again. Yeah. A lot of kids saw the new Friday the 13th, like the remake. Yeah, the one from 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, not the original. And not the original. The original's and... a bad movie, though. It's yeah, a good bad I mean, movie. It, it is. It's a good but, B I mean, movie. It's a good B movie. Yeah, it is. For you, sure. You guys, I thought I, I gave you... I like you... Schlock, so... <laughs> it's fun. It's entertaining. Like, if you can't... Yeah. It's kind of like if you can't make fun of yourself, you can't make fun of anybody. If you can't make fun of the movies you love the most like if you can't admit that you love terrible like oh, what are you doing where's your fun that you're having in this i don't get it now i'm excited to see they haven't announced anybody else for this movie but i'm excited to see who they get to play carol baskins and the rest of the crew i still think mcconaughey I think should play the guy series. with no legs i think it's a tv it's a series, series. It's, oh it is a series yeah. it is yeah the no yeah. legs guy mcconaughey give him the yeah. gary sinise lieutenant dan you know situation and he'll fucking run away with that he will run away with that 
All right. This so is not going to be. It's not going to be fine art for starters. So oh. I'm not too. I'm not too worried about who. Does I hope it's. Thing. Yeah, I hope it's a white trash version of a white trash story. Like that's really. I hope it's a train wreck almost. And <laughs> I hope there are. I don't ever want to wish for somebody's harm, any harm on any person. But you know somebody's going to get it actually attacked by a tiger in the making of this movie, <laughs> and it's going to be life imitating art like the hardest way. Or art imitating life imitating art. Uh, who knows? There's some level there. There's some level there. Now, the other thing that's going on that's uh, kind of the scariest news, uh, unless you're really scared by Nicolas Cage, uh, is the murder hornets have arrived. Yeah, We've got they're... murder hornets. Oh, oh so yeah. I want to see one. They wait. look so fucking big. There's Not a... in real life. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to see one. Uh, I saw somebody post like, don't worry, I got a bug zapper tennis racket. I'm good. And I was like, yeah, cool. Those are, dude. A bug zapper If it's not on your racket. back, you're fine. <laughs> Yo, if me, you can see me it. Me and Nate found one once. What'd you <laughs> find each other? Oh, we just beat each other all day with the fucking bug zapper tennis racket. Does it do any actual it harm? It does it? it hurts, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I got, actually I one just did, did one, of the, one of the hanging ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you think you'd be safe, Ted, if you were going out in the world and you knew there were murder hornets and you just had a... A tennis racket bug zapper. Do you think that would be enough to protect you? Well, for starters, I do have a tennis racket bug zapper. Good. Uh, however, uh, I feel like the first murder hornet might short it out. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, There's a flock of them? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who gives a sh- You know, whatever. I don't it- they're gonna, come. Point, They're gonna come. They're gonna come. He's not this. afraid of fucking bees whatsoever. He's not afraid that of bees. Has no fear hornets. Of bees. You're not. You're not allergic to bees, are you? Because I grew gotta, up with that. I actually, fear I've never. I've never been stung by anything, so I have no idea. Oh, you've you, lucked you've out. never been. You better knock on wood, bud. Oh yeah, they're yeah. coming. The you, murder hornets are coming wild. for you. Now, the one thing I thought immediately was, if it doesn't already exist. How quickly till there's a band called the Murder Hornets? How quickly till a band that's failing that's just like, oh, we need it's to do a Devil Wears already. Prada? You think it's already? I did a- look it up. I thought the same yeah. thing that it was already a band and it's not. It's not. A band. I, Keep your eye I, out. I, I, when I uh, signed up for ASCAP recently, I I thought the same thing about Tiger King, and I named my publishing Tiger King Music. What? So, yeah. Oh. So, so my yeah my songs are all under Tiger King Music. That's There's amazing. Those. That is yeah, fucking so. per- Now, I, I had a, a very similar, but on a way less scale, when Facebook first started letting you put your own URL, I don't know why I ever changed it. I changed, or I made my URL the artist formerly known as Prince. So it was facebook.com forward slash the artist formerly known as Prince. And then I changed it, and like three months later, he died. And I went to try to get it back, and somebody had taken it already. I'm like, oh. Of oh. course. But yeah. then I realized all I was going to get is really weird friend requests from people that are sad about <laughs> Prince. Being like, fuck you, Kyle Moore. You should just take over out. I could have. <laughs> just just... Prince died and you just immediately are the If I was the size of my brother Keith, I'd be able to pull that off. If I was a tiny little guy, I'd you be able could. to pull it Let's off. Just do it. Mm, uh, I could try. I could try. Fat Prince. Fat Prince. It's that, it's that joke. There's the Nicky Glazer joke at it, some roast where after Prince died, Jeff Ross is dressed up like Prince and she goes... You're like the Prince of Wales, the animal. You're fat. That's that's the Prince of Wales that I'd be. I'd be that Prince. All right. So nobody seems to be really. I'm I'm worried about the murder hornets. Just uh, if they actually attack I'm me. I'm excited. I'm terrified. Bugs are just gonna get bigger Jess, now. Uh, Jess says that she watched a video of one taking down a mouse. A mouse. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that video. Ooh. I, I also saw a guy who was on the Animal Planet or one of those. He intentionally had one in tweezers. 
and he put it on his arm. Oh, I oh, love right, that. Coyote, what's his name? And Coyote something. Made him sting him, and he his whole arm blew up like a balloon. And he was he said it was pretty bad. He Jesus. Heard a lot. I bet. Well, Justin did some research and found out that they are actually a. They're not only deadly, but they are delicious. Yeah, apparently Japanese people eat them. Yeah. yeah hey, it's probably course. got a lot of crunch and a lot of protein in it. But there. also, uh, I was also reading that because they're native to Japan, the honeybees over there know how to kill them. They oh, swarm yeah. it, form it into a ball, and then flap their wings until they like cook them. They basically yeah, create a little microwave oven and heat them crazy. up from... From within a swarm of bees, that is that but they is will also a, kill the beauty of nature, right? There. Forty honeybees in a minute. Yeah, see, that's... yeah, I've seen them tearing the nests apart and stuff. I've seen that before years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. Just didn't know that they'd be here. I guess. And we're right yeah. back to the bees. Right back <laughs> yeah. to the bees. All right. Well, every uh, every week we get uh, we we like to get together, write, record, mix, and master a brand new song. Mix and master in. Quotation marks. quotation marks. Yeah, all of this. All of <laughs> write this. a song. In write a song in quotation marks. Um, and right now we are uh, writing. I guess it's it's an album. We call it. We're calling it uh, Brunch and Kyle Mocha. Our Lord or uh, God. Our dance guns. Of the dance guns. The dance guns. The dance guns. By Brunch and Kyle Mocha. So the whole album is called Brunch and Kyle Mocha. Are the dance guns with a Z. By Brunch and Kyle Mocha. Yes. We're getting shorter with our titles, at least. The last one was 48 words long. Yeah. Um, so last week we did kind of more, I guess it would be, compared to this, a straight-up dance song, um, but with the brunch flair. So it's always going to have either something country or something death metal or something in between, which means anything in the world thrown into it. And yeah. this week for Cinco de Mayo, we wrote a Latin music-inspired dance song. Um, it is... Uh, uh, the the weirdest. It is the weirdest thing we have done vocally uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, we're keeping with the theme of last week where we're picking a Netflix show or right. movie and we're writing about that. So this one is about a uh, a show that it's is a pretty called, cool documentary. Or, or document, it's a 28 minute long documentary. It is really, really interesting. It's called Lorena Mujer de Pies Ligeros, which translates to mean Lorena, the light-footed woman. And it's all about a woman who lives in the, like, serene mountains of Mexico mm -hmm. on a goat-like farm that her, you know, family's just been running for forever, and she just, she can run. Yeah, she's a marathon like, runner. She's a marathon runner, but she runs in sandals, and she grew up run Like, they gave her shoes at one point, and she, like, looks at these shoes, and she goes, I'm not going to wear them. People that wear these shoes are always behind me, is what she said. And I was like, this chick is fucking <laughs> badass. I'm such a fuck, boy! Yeah. She's running used to running up mountains. rock mountains after goats. With so, sandals. With sandals. Yeah. So running a marathon and sandals and a dress. Literally, she's in sandals and a dress. What a woman. But what a woman. What a badass person. What, like... Uh, just a, an amazing uh, uh, character to do kind of a study on. So what I did is I wrote lyrics, um, very simple lyrics, and then I translated all of them into Spanish. And then I recorded myself, we recorded me singing all of the, the lyrics in Spanish. So uh, this is for our Spanish-speaking uh, 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 fans. entire song in Spanish. <laughs> And we went with, as far as Zach, if you want to say, like the music side of things, we went with kind of the the Latin beat, that Latin flair. We had then... to do the yeah, the classic Latin. Yeah, boom, boom, chip, boom, chip, yeah. yeah. Oh, we it's had to get that going. Classic Latin yep. beat. And then we are also using the wonderful. 
almost 40 year old Yamaha DX7 that we came into so we are uh, using that for a lot of the the, uh, the uh, most of the keyboard uh, sounds and just anything else I just play else. that thing all day I just sit there and just yeah. play the fucking it's so fun. fun it's fun and you get some it feels, wonderful noise it feels noise. like a piano yeah because we were saying last part. week it's weighted like that so it oh, actually yeah. has the response of a real keyboard um, and uh, so for this uh, we started going heavy at one point and then we went pretty heavy with certain parts of it. And me and you both kind of had the same thought that we're writing Mexican feeling music, something that's got a Latin feel to it. I was going to suggest, hey, maybe you write a, like a Santana-style guitar solo, but then you... But it was too late. It was too late. You couldn't help yourself. You're obsessed with the Mars Volta, so it just became a Mars Volta-influenced Mexican dance song. Yeah. And to be fair, they they are uh, he is at least is he the only one that's of Mexican heritage in the band, or is uh, lead singer? Uh, him and Cedric, I believe, are both. both. Yeah, El Paso boys, at least. They're from El Paso. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say I think Omar is Mexican. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. If uh, Cedric. Is yeah. Not. So either way, we we stuck with uh, Latin influence. So that's on on the broadest terms that we can make it we wrote a uh, a latin influenced dance song now the song is called lorena right that is again the name of the lady uh the translation uh for again the the hook is lorena light-footed woman um now the lyrics for this song uh again are very very simple lyrics but they and i don't want to tell you what they are because they sound so much better in spanish uh what time did we come in on this song Four oh, we are really getting good at writing and there's short some, songs. Like, uh, extra shit at the end. There's anyway. some, so we got an extra probably 15, 20 seconds of whatever zhuzhing up you did at the end. Uh, all right. So as always, written, recorded, mixed, and mastered in about this one almost exactly three hours. Yeah. And um, yeah. we have not listened to it till this moment. So you are hearing it live alongside us for the first time and if you like what you hear we're going to be uploading it over the next uh, day or two so you'll be able to listen to it all of the time it's a great summer dance song so here we go here is the brunch weekly original single lorena we'll see you guys in just over four minutes to talk a little bit about don't panic and their new music video enjoy lorena
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our next guest on Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. That is Lorena, our Brunch Weekly original single. And now we are joined. He's been here the whole entire time. But now he is officially being announced. Oh, we are joined by Mr. Ted Felicetti. Oh, oh We got a little issue. We got a little hold issue on, on the talky-talky side of things. So I'm just going to ramble a little bit more about that song. Um, if you know Spanish at all, um, I would love if you could reach out to me and let me know. Good. Okay, All right, there we go. Yeah. Wonderful. One Wait, Justin, can you just turn down? Sorry, yeah, turn down. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a uh, very, very, very basic. I feel like the lyrics to that song are pretty much like "See, see Jane run, see Dick walk." They're ba they're very, very basic lyrics. It sounded great. I'm glad you enjoyed. Thank you very much. And speaking of things that I enjoy, uh, you guys uh, don't panic. Your band, you have released. Yet another single. We featured uh, Fall of 99. Uh, is it Fall of 99 or Back of 99? Was it? 
Fall of 99. It is yeah. Fall of 99. I keep going back because the, the video is Back to the Future, so I keep making you think it's back in 99. So uh, it's like a play It's like a play on Brian Adams' Summer of 69. Uh, I don't know why I did not put that together on You're my so own. Dumb, I'm Kyle. such a dumb moron. This is what we were yeah. talking about before. How many stupid idiots here? are there like me? God. <laughs> so uh, you you released that uh, a couple of months back, and you've been releasing uh, slowly singles uh, throughout the last couple of months. And the most recent is Sheep and Wolves Clothing, which is going to be our featured single. Um, so I kind of just want to talk about that song specifically uh, sure. right here before we play it. Um, what was kind of uh, the the writing going into it for you? Is this a song that was was something you had sat on for a while? Because you guys kind of had a hiatus before you you came back and made your new resurgence. Um, and how how long has this song been working in your head? I I actually wrote almost all. So we we have uh, eight new songs coming out total. Nice. Uh, I wrote all of them in. Uh, August and September. Hell yeah! Awesome, wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Now it's this... all brand new stuff. Perfect, perfect. But not brand new the band because that guy's a prevert. You don't want to be associated with them preverts anymore. I don't no, know about apparently. That, right? No, no, no. You you mean anymore? When, anymore? When did you want to be? I always before I knew he was a prevert. <laughs> I wanted to be associated with him. All right, so Sheep and Wolves Clothing, um, you guys did a lyric video. It's a big trend in the last couple of years are lyric videos, and you found yeah. uh, a really, really awesome uh, artist to do it. What is the uh, who, who is the person that actually created the, the video for you, and how did you come in contact with them? Uh, I think his name was Jake. I don't okay. actually remember his name. But at the end of the video, his little company like logo okay. goes on there. So if you want to know, you can go at the end of it. But... Uh, I, I was, I don't know, I think I was, like, just skimming through bands and, like, checking out music, and I saw a lyric video that was like, oh, that's, like, you know, pretty good. And uh, I, at the end of it, it said the company name, so I just, like, looked up his company, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, I hit him up and emailed him, and he's from Texas. He's just some dude who makes music, you know, Fuck lyric yeah. videos. Yeah, yeah, I was saying the other day on, on Facebook, so like, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to steal this guy once my solo album comes out. Or maybe even for some brunch uh, weekly original singles. Maybe we'll get him to do one of these. It's cheap. All, all the Spanish, Spanish ones. All the Spanish ones. Well, yeah, it's cheap. And it looks, it looks really awesome. Um, now, yeah. uh, this is, is this all collectively, all the eight songs, are they collectively an album that you are just kind of slowly releasing? Or are you looking at more as eight individual singles? Uh, both. Okay. Hell yeah. So, so we recorded 11 songs total. Uh, three of them we were old songs we redid, and then uh, the other seven or eight, whatever it is, are brand new. And originally, what I wanted to do was just put an album out. Yeah. But uh, I got convinced that no one ever wants to get an album anymore. Like people don't really buy full records or CDs, or people just want music all the time. It is kind of like the mass. The mass. Uh, of people seem to have gone away. There's still the niche yeah, that love who, it. They're always yeah. going to be that. But yeah, people are... We kind of went backwards. We're like in the 60s now where singles are king. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. So yeah. so we decided we'll record it as an album. Was... So we recorded it all together. All the, you know, we used all the same... You know, we did the drums for every song in one weekend. And then we did, you know, the guitar sounds and all that stuff. And we recorded it all together. So we're gonna have, and we're, we're releasing them every six weeks. So 
there's going to be songs at the end, you know, it's going to be in October or whatever that we recorded the previous oh, hell yeah. November, you know, it's, it's uh, and we'll have new songs writing and, and stuff in the meantime, but it's, it's like a good way to stretch out your content so that you're always doing something hell without yeah. having to always be doing something. I definitely, I like that approach. And, and yeah, I mean, I think the attention span on a lot of people is like, oh, I can like one little thing right now. Like, we mm-hmm. try to get people to watch our hour and 45-minute show sometimes, <laughs> and you're just kind of like, hey, and they're like, yeah, I don't have to commute to work anymore. Yeah, we should do, like, a three-minute show. We should do a three-minute show. Way more popular. Which is why we started Probably. putting out just, like, the clips and stuff, and those have yeah. been getting, like, good traction, and then we realized, okay, like, we got to give people what they want in that way, so I right. thoroughly appreciate yeah, you looking at it and, and thinking of it in that in that light, yeah. I mean, there's, like, you know, Joe Rogan does, like, two hours and 45 minutes sometimes, sure. too. So, yeah, but he's like a cult leader. Yeah, he is a cult, almost a cult leader. He is. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He is Bro, nearly Bro Alex Jones. He's nearly there. He's and I, but I, I appreciate him. Okay, probably almost as much. They're both. They both do their thing in their own <laughs> insane ways. All right. Well, before we go into any more about the band and everything, I do want to jump. Let's jump into Sheep in Wolves Clothing. Um, if you guys like what you hear, uh, when we come back, Ted will. At some point, give you all like the places to find it and all of that shit. But let's just jump right in to Sheep and Wolves Clothing. Is there anything you want to say about the song before we jump into it, or just let it roll? Uh, this is collectively the in the four members of our band. I think this is everyone's favorite song. I don't think I don't know if it's the best song we did, but it just everyone really liked how this one came out. And uh, lyrically, it was like the the deepest one for me. Oh, yeah. uh, so you know. It's uh, it's just about you know the same thing that people always feel where you're in a big crowd of people and <clears throat> you don't feel like you belong in that crowd even if you do you just feel like you know I'm I'm, I'm different on the inside and, and I'm projecting to everybody else so that's kind of what it's about. That is I think that's the story of most everybody as a scene teen or something like that. Definitely, yeah. you're trying your hardest to fit in, but you're at the same time looking around like oh I don't. Scene teens. Uh, yeah, yeah. Scene teens, man. It's going to be a show I'm going to write. It's going to be like the Freaks and Geeks like of 10 mom. years from now. Yeah, Teen Mom. Scene teens. All right, guys. Scene teen mom. So let's jump into it. Here it is. Don't panic. Sheep in wolves clothing. Uh, we'll see you guys in a couple minutes and more with Ted after that. Enjoy the single. <sighs>
guys there you have it there it is the music the lyric video for sheep in oh, wolf's yeah. clothing now i gotta ask you uh because for me doing if i were to do a lyric video i would be scouring over every single word and every single <laughs> like i make sure i use the right two here did did the 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 jake or whoever the guy that made it did he did he scour over it just as much as you to make sure there were typos or like ever like throw back anything to you or were you like anal about it up front? No. So basically I've only done two lyric videos so far. We did one for no time for second chances. And then we did this one and they basically just type exactly what you sent them. And they assume that you're good. You, you knew what you were sending them. Yeah. Right. So, uh, they would send me like the proof first before sending me the final. And, uh, I mean, and I read over the word document. I sent them like a hundred times. Oh, but, I bet. Yeah. Uh, even then the, I remember the first one that I, I said, I like didn't put an apostrophe in the word your, you know, or that, that kind of stuff. And it was like, Oh, you know, I'd send it to some other person to proofread. My, my brother's way better at English than I am. So I usually send it to him to look over, but, uh, yeah, whatever you send them is that's what you get. So Hell make yeah. sure, make sure you uh, know how to spell or have someone know who knows how to spell. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. I mean that, that that would be my worry about it is that I would like send something and I would use the wrong your, the wrong there, the wrong two, and then uh, I've I done just, it. Oh my god! I oh in posts, and then now that on Facebook, someone can see that you edited a post like the last couple of years. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, make sure, make sure. I remember getting really <laughs> fucking drunk like five six seven years ago and making this long fucking post hammered that was just like angry at some chick it was just some dumb like juvenile post and i was i was actually i was here and i was rip roaring drunk and i made this long post and then my brother proofread it and went all right 4 a.m drunk as hell kyle not a single grammar or spelling error and i was just like yeah even <laughs> even right. shit face me is anal and paranoid about making sure he doesn't look like an idiot so that's good uh but that is uh that song i mean uh no time for second chances that was the song that we got to play back in january i think our first or second episode uh of this season we played that yeah. on and i you had sent me that about two three weeks before that episode aired and i really 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 was upset like i i am a sucker for pop punk I love anything that is catchy. When we did our math rock album over those couple of weeks and coming out of that, we were like, we need to do something that was a little relaxing. I was like, just pop punk. And me and Zach were on the same page. We're like, let's just do some pop punk. Like, just need it. I, it's just, especially this time of year, it just always has been something that's like rung true to me. But for you, I have known you in the, the punk and the pop punk world for the better part of now two decades, um, yeah. there was this wonderful, wonderful place back in the day that was called Toast. That was this little, on Quaker Alley in Stroudsburg, this side street. It's literally an alley, and it, it eventually became like a hair salon or something like that. And now it's just like an empty building. But I remember I seeing... It burned. 
It, it did. Yeah. It did burn at some point. Um, yeah. And then, uh, but I remember seeing uh, you, your brother, uh, and, I, and I forget, who, uh, I don't know who else was in the band, but you were in uh, shortwave radio way back in the day, and I had Ian. your demo. His name was Ian. Ian, okay. Um, yeah. Now, uh, I, I so I the last... 20 years you know more or less i've known of you in in music and then about like 10 12 or probably not now like 13 14 years ago uh you and i worked a bunch of shows together uh when i was helping What's out up, with Jeff? uh eci uh me and our buddy dave uh we would run shows this small little venue that was a, a, a church it wasn't the church it was a church that we ran shows at and then also the masquerade so you and i had like had a couple like trips down to masquerade to run shows there i'd just take money at the door while you do all like the real work and i remember (laughs) bonding with you over three bands i remember bayside the beatles and foo fighters it was just like those three and you can tell when you write a catchy fun song and you can and and you know the person and you go yep i can see like like where your influences come from on that but then i also know that you and our and our 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 friend steve-o are both huge face-to-face fans which is a band that I got into five years after. I remember I got reactionary probably in like 2003 or 2002 or something like that. And mm-hmm. I did not ever, I did not ever want to take that out of my, my, my mix, you know, like a, of like the, the 10 albums I had playing. Um, so hearing you guys writing and releasing this music now is kind of, it feels like a return to form um, to, uh, to a sound that I grew up with. And I wonder what your, uh, you individually and the whole band, what your reception has been to the sound. Um, are you getting a lot of fans in our age range? Are you getting younger people that are getting into it? What is like the, what, what is like uh, the demo that seems to be pulling for you guys? So I, I, I'm, I, I love like graphs and numbers. So I'm always looking at our uh, Spotify and iTunes and Facebook and, and, and Instagram, like demographic charts that they give you. And, uh, uh, the age demo that's like the biggest for our band is like 25 to 35 35 years old like yeah, right you know sure. that's like you know the majority of people are that age where it's you know it's not young kids but it's not people like in their 50s it's just like right in that it's people that grew up listening to music spot. like this that are that yeah are, yeah that are still and, thirsting for something along those veins and this is like for me too uh i'm definitely going back uh as far as musical style and writing, uh, I got really into the Foo Like, well, I've always been a huge Foo Fighters fan, but I got really into, like, doing some different stuff when I first started this band. And uh, it was a little more, like, rock, edgy, like, 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 like rock side of things. Like, even more, like, Tom Petty-ish. And, yeah. Like, uh, and then uh, when we started doing it again, I was just like, you know, every year since we took our break, because we stopped playing in 2011... Damn. And oh, we geez. got. I didn't realize it's been nine years. Yeah, eight, yeah. I so, guess eight years before we started recording. So yeah. I started Don't Panic in 2009, right after Split Fifty broke up, mm-hmm. and and uh, we did two years. That was it. Two, 2009, 2011, and then uh, we got back together in 2019. So it was like you know eight eight, or eight years or so. But during the course of the eight years, you know, I would always talk to Keith, our bass player, who's like my best friend, and. Uh, I would always be like, we'd always have this conversation. It's like, we should do like, we should just do like a face to face style, like record, or we should, you know, and, and like, let's just play again. Let's just do like a fun punk rock thing. And we'd always be like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. And then like 
we just forget about it. Like most keep... most awesome ideas, yeah. It was it was yeah, good when we, we were talking keep, about it. <laughs> we just keep living life, and then the next couple months later, we talk again. Yeah, you know what we should do? It's like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. And then we forget about it. And it just kept happening. So I'm happy to start doing this stuff because it's like very fulfilling. Well, I remember. Uh, I mean, it's, I, I'm assuming it was then in that 2009 to 2011 uh, era. You guys, as I believe it was as Don't Panic, you were playing the wonderful former dive bar KC's uh, oh, yeah, in, we did. in Stroudsburg. And I remember going to see you guys play there. And yeah, it was definitely, you guys were definitely going for more of that, that rock feel. Um, but I mean, it kind of makes sense. Coming out of Split 50, you had done Shortwave before that. Kind of distance yourself a little bit. But this this coming back, was it mostly the, okay, we've just waited so long and I just really have been wanting to do this and we've been talking about it. That is that what pushed you guys back? And then how did it work out that just everybody, because it's the original lineup, right? It's the original four of you. Uh, essentially, yeah. So we had a... Um... We had a different drummer in the first, like, year of the first two years. And then uh, his name was Zach Kelsch, and he's, like, up in Scranton area. And he's, okay. like, uh, he recorded the first EP with us. Uh, but then after a year, he wound up, like, doing other stuff. And then we got Anthony to play for us for the final, like, in 2011. So it basically is the original lineup. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had one year where we didn't have the same person. But uh, I don't know. I... I uh, my brother wound up joining the band uh, Bowling for Soup uh, two years ago as a bass player. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and uh, last summer, I I still wasn't doing making music. And, and uh, he gave me a call and he was like, "Hey, we're going on tour. We're doing a co-headline tour with uh, Real Big Fish. And uh, do you want to come hang out?" And I was like, "That's a great phone well, call to get." Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, "Well, what do you want me to do?" And he's like, "Nothing." He's like, "They just want you to come and drink beer." So I was like, "All right, yeah, I could do that." You know, that's, that sounds easy. So uh, I bought a plane ticket and flew out to uh, I flew out to uh, San Francisco and I met up with them and uh, I went on the tour. I got and I flew out of like Miami or wherever. And up at that point, I had not step foot in a venue or like on a stage in like eight years it really was like i hadn't done anything and as soon as i got to the first date of the tour i like walked backstage and got walked onto the stage while everyone was setting up and i was like whoa i was like i missed this you know it's yeah. like it was like holy shit like why was i not doing this for the last eight years and immediately every day after that i was like getting more and more amped up to like get home and like call everybody in the band and be like hey do you want to do this again and so as soon as i got home from that tour i called up keith i hit up aj and anthony and i was just like i want to write new songs and i want to like you know play shows and everyone was like yeah okay everyone was on board immediately so hell it's yeah. pretty easy yes yeah, it's it really easy that's wonderful it, it worked out great and and you already uh said that you guys recorded uh last fall and then you're slowly releasing these uh, singles now uh it it Originally, you, nobody was planning for for the COVID nineteen to occur. Uh, you guys had a had a decent uh, spring lined up, and yeah. uh, you were supposed to, if I'm not mistaken, you were supposed to go on as tour support uh, with the Ataris for mm -hmm. for a little for like a month tour or something along those lines. It, it wasn't that long, uh, but we were supposed to do so. the The week that they shut everything down, we were supposed to open for Bowling for Soup in Atlantic City. And that was supposed to be like, the yeah. first. 
good show we were going to play. And then uh, we had a couple, like, area shows lined up in, like, Allentown and Stroudsburg and New Jersey, just, like, you know, local stuff. And then uh, in almost right now, we were supposed to be doing two-week tour with uh, the Ataris. And then uh, we were supposed to do a two-week tour with uh, Richie Ramone, who's, like, the drummer from the, band, the Ramones. Yeah. He, okay. He has, Hell yeah. Yeah. And all that has just been postponed and pushed back. So, yeah, uh, that, that was going to be my next question. Uh, I, I think uh, concerts across the board, uh, we were talking about this earlier, Justin and I, that they're not, like, refunding money. Like, people that bought tickets to, like, you know, Zach and I were going to go see Steely Dan. If you bought your tickets for Steely Dan, you, you yeah, have your... Yeah, good thing we spend the money. Yeah, right? you have your tickets now, and whenever they decide that everybody can go back to having 20,000 people in one giant room together, you can go back, or even outside for that. At least pavilion. we know we can go see Ted sometime in the future. Yeah. Those guys at Steely Dan might be dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steely Dan <laughs> might not make it through. Steely Dan... Yeah, they're all old. They might yeah. not. You guys true. are a young crap of... True, true. You guys young be crap fun. of kids, yeah. Um, so... So that is then everything is kind of just like pushed back on hiatus. I'm assuming nobody is even pretending to try to book anything currently right now because you don't we don't know what the landscape is going to be in a month, it's, two months. It's not exactly true. Uh, a lot of the stuff that's being postponed and pushed back, people have just kind of like started to set arbitrary time frames. Okay, and they're, and they're just like, yeah, let's see what happens. So yeah. okay, uh, I've noticed a lot of bands pushing dates to like september it seems to be like august and september seems to be like the dip your toe in the water but again that's gonna be like uh small stuff yeah sure you know sure. 200 people 300 people if you're talking about you know when am i gonna get to go see cold play like you're yeah. not gonna get to see them till next year like no, i think this is a time that smaller bands are gonna thrive because people are gonna want to get out and yeah you know i agree I mean? Yeah, I so do I, feel I, like this whole thing has kind of, in a lot of ways, there's been a lot of resets with this. Everyone's staying at sure. home. Everyone's making their food at home. Everybody's spending more time with their family, whoever they live with, along those things. And I really do hope that with the with with everybody doing all of the online streaming that they've been doing uh, and getting a lot of attention, there's all these different groups. You guys uh, specifically yep. have been having a, a, a wonderful time, it seems, at least a wonderful time, uh, doing your live streams on Facebook. You did that wonderful live trivia um, yeah, yeah, that, that was really fun. That was so sweet. I do my little trivia thing that entertains my nieces and nephews and a couple of my friends, and I was watching <laughs> that going like, oh, I should definitely get a computer that was made more recently than 2011 so I can do half the things that these people are doing. But it is there is a resurgence of local art going on right now. People yeah. are saying support local. People are, are People basically are bored and now they have the time and the energy to invest in something that before they thought they didn't have. Yeah. And so hopefully after all of this, that hangs on. I agree. And again, I, I, I yeah. think it will. Like if, if you ask yourself the question, like what well, it's May 5th right now. So let's say July 5th, there is a show like planned right now. You're like, this is a, it's a hundred person club. Would you go? Yeah. Oh God. Exactly. I, I think most people would. I think yeah. most people are like, yeah, fuck it. I just want to get out of the fucking house. Yeah. I'm so tired of this. And uh, I think that, you know, like I, like we said, like the, the smaller stuff is going to thrive, and I think it's going to continue. And also what I think is cool is that this kind of stuff, uh, like the streaming podcasts, uh, bands playing games and, and artists doing, you know, art online, like I think that's actually going to continue. I think people have seen that it's like oh, super Twitch relevant. Is, and Twitch super... is major, dude. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. We're just excited about this stuff. And I think even stuff. when everything's opened up, everyone's going to keep putting out this, like, online sure. content also. Yeah. Now well, it's part of the new game of all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, before yeah. it was you get you get a label, you may put out a video, or even before videos, you just get a label. You, you get as much exposure as you can. Get then you go on tour you so you, to that you can company. pay back the debt yeah, that, you, exactly. that you accrued, <laughs> but now you're famous. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, there's the trade-off. But now you have to sort of do everything. Yeah, you the, have DIY, to social media the to, DIY thing is definitely stronger now. Sure. Um, even though it felt like, well, I feel like five years home, ago, though. five years ago I felt like the DIY stuff, while it was like definitely there were plenty of people being able to do it, um, even five, six years ago, it wasn't as massively in the favor of the small guy. No, definitely um, not. And yeah. again, with the people sitting at home being able to <clears throat> spend their energy and, and put their attention towards something, that everybody's well, streaming all the fucking Netflix because... shit. People are watching Dropkick Murphys play when they to- when they did their uh, uh, St. Paddy's Day thing. All the big things are getting views, sure. Well, they but are. now you're sitting there on Facebook and you see something pop up and why not join 30 of my other friends? And sure. uh, the other day you guys did uh, the three videos that you have out right now, did a little watch party, and everybody that was in there were just bullshitting back and forth, just hanging out, talking you know, with, with friends and people that are interested in like things. Um, what was, when, when this all happened and the cancellation started happening for you guys, how quickly did you think like, hey, like the the streaming thing is probably going to be our best uh, approach. Did you give it like a little bit of time before we were like locked down, or did you just go let's let's take our chance and jump? Yeah. I, so uh, Keith in our band, the bass player, is like the more uh, social media like like he he's he doesn't use it more, but he's like he's trying to understand it more. So he's he was the one who's kind of pushing. As soon as we heard like as soon as our show got canceled in Atlantic City he was like, we're going to have to start coming up with ideas to do stuff online because we're not going to be able to do shows. And originally, uh, our, the people who did our music video, like the actual music video, uh, were going to try and film live shows at this place in Scranton, like the V-Spot it's called. Right. And oh, I've they yeah. V-Spot before. It's a party. Yeah, so they're, they're going to try and just do live shows with no crowd. And the V-Spot was just going to open up and let them do it. And every Friday they were going to do it and have people like... I don't know, t- donate a dollar or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do, but so th- they did one of those. And then the governor said, no one's allowed to even be open anymore. So they couldn't even do that anymore. Like they, they, cause they lowered the amount of people you can be around sure. to such a low number that it was like, we can't even have a crew here to film stuff anymore. So yeah. they, they did one of those, but I even talked to them. I was like, you should start to look into doing that now. Like again, in like the next month, because like, Shows, like we said, can't happen for a couple months still, but people want to watch live stuff, new things. Like, how many Netflix shows and how many, you know, things... How many times are you going to watch the band you like play acoustic? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's really cool, you know, uh, but how many times a week is the singer of this band going to play an acoustic set over and over? It's like, all right, I want to see a full band now. Like, I'm tired of the acoustic thing. Well, I mean, I think people are finally realizing that there's other forms of media just beyond television. There are a lot of people that had no idea what the fuck was going on or heard about it maybe from their children or from a friend or had no idea what the fuck was going on. Like, you know, with with streamers blowing up in the last couple years, like Ninja being one of them, a lot of people looked at it and they're like, wait, 
who plays video games. Like, what the fuck does he do with oh, video yeah. games? You Standard know what I comedians mean? two years ago are making jokes like, my kid sits around and watches another yeah. guy play video games. Yeah. What's the deal well, now, with this Now people shit? are starting to get it. Like, yeah. it's a form of entertainment in a sense, you know. It's yeah, just what somebody sure. likes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with the uh, with this release, uh, Sheep in Wolf's Clothing, that came out officially. Was that a week ago? This is about now. Uh, four days ago. Four days Friday. ago. So damn, damn, yeah. four days ago. So then people are looking forward to a mid-June release of your next single. Is that correct? Very good. Yeah, June June twelfth is June the next 12th. one. Twelfth. Wonderful. Well, a will definitely gladly feature that song. Um, do cool. you have any teaser? What What is that song? Uh, that's going to be the next one released. And the song's called Alicia. Okay. And it's it's a little more like a mix of like. Uh, you know the band like Lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's like a, a mix of uh, Lit and like Weezer sounding. I guess. Oh hell yeah! It's like you're speaking my like, language there, Jesus. Yeah. So uh, it was like the first song. I actually co-wrote it, and it's the first Don't Panic song I've co-wrote, uh, and I co-wrote it with our drummer Anthony. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I like it a lot. It's, I'm excited for people to hear that one. Now, is cool. this going to also have a lyric video, or did you do another music video, or is this going to be just a single released? We were just talking about that today. Uh, it's going to have something. Uh, it's not going to be a music video, because that takes a little bit more time than six weeks to plan. Yeah, true. And and, and with the way things are, like we couldn't even shoot one anyway. Uh, but it'll have a lyric video, or like maybe live footage or you know footage of us in the studio i have something It'll have i just something don't know to like, it. Hell yeah. yeah every every song we release this year is going to be accompanied with a video of some sort of video that has something awesome uh yeah it's not ever just going to be the you know the song it'll always have like a lyric video or a music video or live music or it's going to live video it's going to have something Hell yeah, so, wonderful. Yeah. Well, um, I, I want to say thank you so much for coming on, letting us uh, play your song, this song, and also Second Chances back in, in January. And uh, right now, if there's uh, people that are listening, uh, whether listening now live, later on on YouTube, or down the road next week when this gets dropped on iTunes show, uh, Showtime. Yeah, we get released on Showtime. Uh, Spotify um, and, and, and uh, Stitcher. Uh, where can they find your music, your band? What what are your social media ats? What do you got? Uh, so Facebook is uh, backslash Don't Panic Official, uh, and then Instagram uh, is Don't Panic Just Rock, and uh, Twitter is Don't Panic PA. Uh, and those are like the ones that I know off the top of my head. Yeah. I wish they were. I wish they were all the same, but. They're not. Oh, we're uh, dealing with that too. I I changed the name of it because everything was under originally Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up for us. And then I was like, well, I mean, Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up is one show, and the whole channel is called Houseboat. We're doing other things. It's Houseboat Tommy Lee Jones. So I changed everything over to Houseboat Tommy Lee Jones. And now we're like, that's a really long title after two years. (laughs) Maybe we should change the channel just to The Houseboat. So yeah, we've got like Houseboat TLJ, Houseboat underscore TLJ, because. Somebody yeah, selling houseboats somewhere took all the houseboat fucking yeah, uh, uh, ads. What, what a bunch of dicks. Who's buying them now? It actually, it's probably the safest Who's buying place houseboats off Instagram? Uh, sure. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, so uh, where is your the music available? It's on Spotify. Uh, yeah, everything. We got, uh, we, we're on Spotify. We're on uh, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, Google Plus, or whatever the hell you do on Google, whatever it's called. 
Uh, YouTube, we have our actual music video for our song Fall 99 uh, is on YouTube and stuff. So I want people to watch that if they have a chance because it's fun. Oh, it is. And if you're a fan of uh, if you're a fan of uh, music, if you're a fan of pop punk specifically, but if you're a fan of uh, the wonderful film series Back to the Future, it is so <laughs> fucking fun. You guys, you, you really went at it, and I was super impressed with not only like the quality uh, and the production value of that, um, but all of you guys just as characters, knowing uh, uh, the majority of you in one form or another, you and Keith more than the other guys. Uh, but like I've I've been you know like I said like up to like 12 years ago in a room when you guys were were starting this thing and watching you at Casey's and you always had personalities but you guys fucking let it go on this Keith's animalistic crawling in that video <laughs> and just all and then you as the Britney Spears looking character you're just fucking short yeah. skirt tied knot shirt and everything it is. You guys did it. You went, you went balls to the wall, and you fucking nailed it. And we had a good time. It it looked really fun. Now I had one question with that video. There's the shot. Um, almost everybody in the video are the four of you, but there's the yeah. shot of the guy with the push broom. Oh, the janitor. The janitor. Who is that guy? Because he looks super familiar. Is that a friend or is is that an actual actor? Because he looks like a guy from a movie, and I can't place it. No, it's uh, it's actually my cousin Neil. Okay. He uh, he came up the weekend, and I, I was talking to him, and he had nothing to do. And I was like, we're shooting a music video on whatever day it was, Monday. So I was like, you want to come hang out and, like, help? Because I had so much stuff in my house, all the props and costumes. And so I was like, do you want to give me a hand, like, bringing all the stuff back and forth to, like, you know, the studio to Sherman, because where we shot it. And uh, he was like, yeah, sure. I don't, you know, he came up. But then while he was up, I was like, well, if you have any, like, fun costumes or anything, like, bring your stuff, too. Like, you know, we, we'll come up with a fun idea while you're there. Hell yeah. Yeah. So so I, I wanted this janitor shot. So I was like, he has, like, a, he had a jumpsuit. So I was like, hey, I was like, you're the janitor in this scene. So he was like, all right. And then the other scene we had him in was there's, like, a quick clip. So Keith, our bass player, does, like, a whole dance routine from the movie Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. It's, in the video like literally the outfits almost perfect like everything oh yeah oh, oh we my worked God. real hard on making sure the dance routine was the same and the costume was the same but there was a shot where he tears his pants off and it's shot in between his legs but you could see us as the judges because we played the judges also yeah and keith is obviously one of the judges so we had to figure out well how are we going to do this shot so we had my cousin neil dress up in that little miss sunshine costume that is great and yeah and then they and then you they had shot, a leg you know, double ripping the pants off from, from between his legs that's so if awesome. you watch the if you watch the shot again you could tell how much skinnier his legs are <laughs> so, you know, and we always like we were joking about that and he was super embarrassed to come out like in like the you know the red sparkle shorts and oh yeah but uh it, it was fun and he, i was glad he came because he helped a lot yeah, no, that was he. I think the the guy that I'm thinking. You remember that movie, The Girl Next Door, the one where it's like oh, the yeah, poor star lives thing. He looks like the guy who's the director of that group of kids. 
Yeah, I don't know uh, what else yeah, he's yeah, done. Yeah, the, he just, I remember who you're talking about. Th- just that look, that sideways look he gives <laughs> when he gets the wink or the kiss blown at him or whatever, and he gives that look when he's pushing the broom. I was just like, yeah. did they just randomly pull some guy? <laughs> but it's perfect. It was, but the, the, your, your cousin did a, a phenomenal job there. Um, and then I did have, actually, we have one uh, user-submitted uh, question that I just want to ask you, and it kind of pertains to the, uh, we were talking about with the lyric video, how there are a lot of, you know, you got to be a little anal about the spelling on anything. Um, sure. I hear that Split 50 had a decent amount of spelling errors. And was that a grief <laughs> to deal with from an anonymous source um, yeah, I'm that sure I'm just going to call Mr. Falcon for some reason? Uh, Mr. Falcon, <laughs> possibly related to Vulgar Inc., Mr. Falcon, uh, is asking that. Did you guys deal with a lot of spelling errors with that group? I, I You know what? I'll say, uh, I'll say this. I never got to write or uh spell check anything so it was never on me (laughs) (laughs) all right i didn't do i didn't do any artwork i never did any website handling so wasn't me but you did the ooze and the oz wonderfully back then i remember going to see split 50 back in the day and my my number one thing i was like i was friends with bodwell's younger sister jess like we went to high school and junior high together and Mm -hmm. we were in music programs together and she's like oh my brother's in a band and i was kind of like you know kind of getting into the scene at this point and then I went and saw you guys play, and I remember it was the one of the first times I saw it when when you were in the group, and it was like the five of you on stage, and the 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 yeah. in between the legs and everything, like all the fun oh, yeah. you know, performance shit you used to do, um, and you used to do the 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 backwards jump, like the you know on, when you're doing a guitar solo, do that Angus Young backwards jump thing. That it was <laughs> fucking great. It was always a good show. But you and Bodwell with the woes and the o's, I was just like, this is pop punk right here. O's and woes, <laughs> you need them. They really, really tie it all together. All right, well, we got him. We got him. Oh, they were yeah, they were perfect. All right, well, thank you again for for joining us, letting us uh, show you uh, show everybody uh, your music, and we look forward to the future releases. Um, and again, mm-hmm. all of uh, all of his stuff again at Don't Panic, Just Rock on Instagram. You can find him on uh, all all of the accounts that he already said: Spotify, iTunes, all of that stuff, Google, whatever music is. And uh, as always, we like to wrap up our show by doing a little cross promotion uh, between us and our brother sister love podcast. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So here we go. Let me ask you a question from Let Me Ask You a Question. Let me ask you a question Let me ask you a question Let me ask you a question From Let me ask you a question There we go. There we go. Now we're live. Now we're rocking. All right. So every week on Let Me Ask You a Question, uh, Sir Anthony of the Angels, Mr. Anthony DeAngelis, likes to throw together a random question and ask both Gregaman and our super producer EJ5000 that wonderful question. And this week, I was lucky enough, with the help of Justin, to be a guest on that podcast. Uh, We got to do a little promoting of our show. And so... Anthony, he said he had uh, another question in mind before he asked the ultimate question. Right. He had a very sexual, sexual, weird question in mind. But then he thought it'd be really funny to see Zach and Justin answer this question 
for for whatever his reasons were. Now, uh, me and those guys grew up together. We were in high school together. We did a lot of musical theater together. So his question was, and I'll let you guys answer it first, and Ted, we'll get to you after the two of them if you want to brainstorm a little bit maybe what your answer is. What is your favorite Broadway musical, whether you've seen it on Broadway or not, but your favorite musical and why? What is a musical that you enjoy watching and why? It doesn't have to be the best musical. It doesn't have to be anything that is known by other people. Maybe it's a musical that your friend wrote and you saw 15 years ago. Justin, do you have one musical Uh, that you love and why? All right, so every year we would go to Broadway to see the Nutcracker. Okay, Uh, yeah, oh, nice. So that is probably my favorite Broadway play I've seen. I mean, I've seen Wicked. I haven't seen too many. Yeah. But my favorite musical is Repo the uh, Repo the Genetic Opera. Oh, the movie is yes. so awesome. It's it's such a yes. great fucking movie. I remember watching the other the the Jude Law movie, like not the musical, and being like, "Oh yeah, Repo. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, great." Yeah. And then you're the like, same thing. You're like, "No, you got to watch the one with the exactly. music, man." Exactly. And I was like, "Oh, this one had RZA in it. I assumed it had the music." And you're like, "No, no, no, different yeah, yeah. thing." Now, what was the first time you ever saw that? What was your exposure to that? And and why? why yeah, why does that stick with you as your um, favorite? Um, I don't remember. I I saw it when it came out. Okay. I, I don't remember the circumstances. We were living. I was living with Charlie up at the apartments, and I think it was me, Zach, uh, Dylan, uh, Adam, and I think we just all watched it one day, and it was just like the most over the top, like weird movie. It had Paris Paris Hilton in it. Yeah. Like. Uh, the concept of the movie was awesome. Uh, it was from the same dude that directed the original Saw. So, like, we were all intrigued in that. Um, but it also had that feeling of, and I'm not a huge, huge Rocky Horror fan. Okay. But it had that feel to it. Yeah, no, I can definitely see it. It's like, a, yeah, 30 years later, that's what you get in the sort same of, vein. Yeah. yeah, like it had a lot of sort of, like, weird characters in Hell that yeah. sense. and. I don't know the story. Have you ever seen it live or just the actual video? No, like the movie I don't know version? if they have ever done I'll it. Say, I've never heard of it being a live production. That's yeah. something that I'm sure in 15 years someone will be like, how the fuck has that not happened sure. yet? Let's get on this. Yeah, yeah. All right, Zach, what about you? Any any musical any musical that you think is is the best, your favorite? What is your, what is your answer to this one here? Nope. <laughs> just nope? I'm not a fan of musicals. Have you seen any live musicals in your life? Whether it was in school, on yeah, a field like trip. Yeah, just like Wednesday would make us watch at school on field trips. Okay. And then my cousin went to... I forget the name of the school. He went to whatever high school Will Smith went to. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, It's for acting yep. and singing. Yep. And he was always in musicals. He was like Beast and Beauty and the Beast. And I would get dragged along to that shit. So you've never enjoyed a <laughs> musical in your life? Sister? I mean... Technically, is the Wizard of Oz musical? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy. Sure. I enjoy watching the Wizard of Oz. Now, do you enjoy movie? it with the audio or just with Pink Floyd over it? Because that doesn't count. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I could just watch it with Pink Floyd, and it's, sure, and it'll be the same amount of enjoyment on yeah. my end. Um, I can get through uh, the sound of music. Okay. So the classics, um, the like, Rodgers like, and Hammerstein, you can you appreciate it. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang when you were like a kid? Like Disney movies, yeah. Like the Disney stuff that are... Bed and broomsticks, all yeah, the weird see, stuff. Yeah, see, that's... That, I guess that's technically a musical. It's a musical. But to me, that's more like a movie. Yeah. Um, well, yeah when yeah, I think yeah. of musical, like... God, I fucking hate watching a play. I absolutely despise see, you got, did You got dragged to too play. many plays to well, ever make it enjoyable for you. You got dragged to too many plays that you didn't want to see, like... 
I still want to see the Harry Potter Broadway. Yeah, my brother got your to brother. See that. He loved or, or, it. Yeah, Keith Two was saying Carter. it was like watching actual magic yeah. on stage, which I'm I pretty sure it was. Like, yeah, I don't know. There's some crazy shit that they do on actual stage compared to just film. No, nah, if I want to see a stage show, go see a band. Yeah. I have no fucking desire in my heart to watch a goddamn play ever. I hear you. Until the day That's that you and I and Justin write our rubbish, the garbage man epic, the Broadway uh, musical, then you'll see that on Broadway. Well, there, right? there was well, also that other one. I won't be happy. You won't be happy about <laughs> even it. Even if it's my play and we're making a ton of money, I'll just be like, this sort of sucks. <laughs> now, how, question for you. Have you ever seen The Producers? No. All right. So one day you got to watch the producers just because that level of humor that Mel Brooks. I don't like him. You don't like Mel Brooks? No. Gene Wilder? No. Zero Mostel? All right. Then I got guess. Oh wait, Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane. You don't like that version? I don't like Nathan. (laughs) Oh, I'm talking the 1967 version. I'm just. I just think of Nathan Lane. I'm just like. Oh, not a Birdcage fan over here. Not a Birdcage fan. I love Birdcage. I love it, too. Oh, my, Hank Azaria in that movie is one of the fucking best performances I've ever seen from anybody. (laughs) Now, uh, Ted, for you, any any musical that you could list as your your favorite? Are you a musical guy? Yeah, so I'm actually a theater kid for when I was little. So I did a lot of that stuff. Uh, I've been to a lot of Broadway shows, a lot of off-Broadway shows. Uh, But you guys were including movies, too. So... If we're going to include movies, then the absolute best musical to me is the Muppet movie from 1977. Oh, my God. I could watch a Muppet movie. Uh, A bear in his natural habitat. A Every every song in that movie is fucking awesome. And and it's the Muppets, and the Muppets are awesome. So uh, if I'm choosing, that's my absolute favorite. Uh, But I have a couple others. I really honestly like... uh, like stage wise, I like I like um, Les Miserables. Hell I think yeah. that I think the story is just really cool. So I always liked like the setting, like the French Revolution, and I always thought that was really cool. And uh, I like Avenue Q. If you ever seen that, which is, I have like, seen dement- parts of it, but I'm that's not. all right. So the reason I know of Avenue like- Q is because of the internet is for porn, and that blew up with people making all kinds of stupid videos for it. Sure, uh, you know. It's just like demented Sesame Street. Yeah. It's like it's like real. It's like all like mup, you know puppets like banging each other and like yeah yeah that kind of stuff. <laughs> I really, do believe really that good. on the episode of Let Me Ask You a Question, uh, Avenue Q is one that Greg brings up as one that he was extremely intrigued by. Now we are currently joined in in the chat by. Mr. Anthony DeAngelis himself, yeah. who is saying that this is bringing him so much joy, and he wished this were an all Broadway, all the time podcast. <laughs> that is what he was hoping for. It'd be that, two minutes long. Zach so you're would, saying you want a two minute? I just uh, don't even trip. want to be on the show. Anymore. Yeah, Zach is what a beer. I'll find something better to do. That's what Tuesdays. Anthony's plan is. I believe. I believe that's what Anthony's plan. Now, my answer. Okay, well, he can move in here. Okay, I'll slowly get all my shit out. All right, and you just become me. Uh, <laughs> gonna have to get fatter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But, you know, wiener size, you guys are about the same. So you're good there. Thanks. Where it matters, you guys both have... Where it matters, I ain't got much. You both have something. Thanks, we'll Daddy. say that. Well, <laughs> thanks, Daddy. 
You blame your dad for your small dick? Last week we ended the show by talking about Justin's giant cock, and this week we're ending it talking about your tiny one and blaming your father I for it. I can't wait till my mom watches this. Oh, they do. <laughs> and they the last do. one. They, oh, they're, they're going to be great. Now, my answer, and you can go again on to uh, Spotify. You can go on to podcast uh, app for Apple, you know, Apple iTunes, whatever you want to look at. And you can look at Stitcher um, to see my answer uh, for this, but I will let you know. Um, well, I'll tell you my answer, but you gotta go there. We talk a lot about Anne Margaret's breasts uh, in this episode and my obsession with Anne Margaret because of the the movie based on the play Bye Bye Birdie, uh, which is all it's set in the nineteen late nineteen fifties, early nineteen sixties, and it is a tale about. Basically, bye-bye Birdie. Conrad Birdie is supposed to be Elvis Presley, and he's going to the army, and he's picking one girl to give one last kiss to, and they just pick a name out of a hat, out of his, like, you know, fan club, and they they uh, they have him go to this small town um, and, and sing to a girl, and it's just like this whole story, but the music is, is aimed kind of more at that 1950s, 1960s feel. I thoroughly enjoy it. I also would list West Side Story kind of for the same oh, reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, West Side Story, musically, I just thoroughly, thoroughly <laughs> love. Grease uh, not on your list, then? Grease is absolutely the fucking worst I piece hate of Greece. shit I hate I've Greece. ever seen in my whole I know probably life. every word to Grease. I, I know Greece so much Grease. Grease is absolute garbage. You don't like Grease. Yeah. It's yeah, garbage, dude. We got, we got it across the, the board on, on this side this. over here. This side over here does not like Grease. Over here, I don't know. Oh, it's my, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I'll, 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 I'll drink My takeaway at the end of Grease was... If you change yourself enough, you'll get accepted by everybody. And then if you watch Grease 2, they just reinstate that. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. If you watch (laughs) Grease 2, which is an amazing sequel and it stars Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, it basically just reinstates it just from the guys can change for girls, too, is basically the moral of Grease. Now, you also haven't seen a Broadway show. I've never seen a play actually on Broadway, but I've been in enough off-Broadway performed, you know, Shawnee Playhouse, did enough uh, uh, growing up and worked with people that eventually moved on to. I mean, Anthony has, has worked on and off Broadway. Sure. One of uh, my older, uh, old oh, sorry, one of my oldest friends, Doreen, uh, was currently, is currently cast in Mrs. Doubtfire on Broadway. Um, and that was opening three days after or three days before all of this shutdown happened, so they had done some, like, tests. So, like, I have connections to people that have done Broadway, but I myself have never seen... This guy fucking knows seen, people. I know a couple of people. I know a couple, couple of Broadway stars. I know a couple two-tree. I know a couple two-tree, you know? Two-trees? Yeah, all right. Well, again, go check out Let Me Ask You a Question. Uh, you can find it on moot.tv. Just go open up open up your web browser, moot.tv, and uh, you can check out that. And there's also uh, Derek D's uh, Dozen, I think is the name of the new podcast. I have to double check it, but Derek D's Dozen is the newest member of the moot.tv family. He, he do? does a 12-minute podcast. Yes. So it's just a 12-minute podcast, um, and I believe it's Anthony. Anthony, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's his cousin who is a stand-up comedian who has been a guest multiple times on let me ask you a question so go check out that and old episodes of white wasabi uh again ted i want to give you a huge thanks for joining us uh we got through all the technical difficulties it was officially it's done we we did it we did it thank you so much you can go charge all of your devices that have now been drained over the last hour and a half it's all gonna be dead well again thank you so much go check out don't panic again at don't panic 
Derek D. Dozen. There you go. Um, uh, don't panic at don't panic. Dot, uh, don't nuts. panic. Just rock. Official. Uh, and uh, don't panic. Official. Just look for don't panic and don't click on anything that is uh, associated with that book series that totally stole your name from you. 100% yes. stole your name from you. All right. And uh, again, a big thank you to the guys over at Moot.TV, Eric, Anthony, Greg, Aman, Derek, everybody that is now a part of the Moot.TV family. A big, big ups to EJ. Big ups to Denver. And, big ups to Denver. And big ups to EJ5000 for getting us out there to all of the masses. Uh, as always, a huge thank you to Mr. Justin Olimpedo for You're putting welcome, this all together, dealing with all of the technical issues that we oh, yeah. we always seem to find a way to find a new technical issue. It's going to happen. It's going to. And then uh, last but uh, least, uh, Mr. Zachary. Every time you see Ann Margaret, I think of Ann Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Ann Margaret Thatcher is my new band name. Storman. All right, there we go. So check out the new album from Ann Margaret Thatcher. Uh, she is the iron red-headed lady. And I am Kyle Boga for Kyle Boga Won't Shut Up. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week live. We're going to have Ego Viking. Yeah. Ego Viking, a uh, nice Twitch streamer. Um, who I'm just saying this right now. He looks like all of us, like, be like joined forces yes. and became like our what is the it Voltron? Yeah, our Voltron. He's our Voltron. Swedish Voltron. Oh, he's yeah. our Swedish Voltron. He's got you know literally beard. Like uh, he's just in stature, your tone, and then like my features, and it's just a weird. Like I saw a video and I was like, oh my fucking god, this is gonna be great. So check back for that, and then we're gonna have new featured music as well coming to you from the Midnight Horror. Uh, oh. So go check them out. They're fun, like. Uh, a horror maybe we'll, punk and band. Maybe we'll sing in Hungarian. Yeah, French. next week we're gonna fit, we're gonna oh, fucking nice. pick a new language and make some new dance music. Anthony is gonna be waiting for his polka song though, so we gotta go to the polka. Oh at some point. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, we'll have to sing in German. We'll have to sing in German. <laughs> German polka might be right around the corner for you guys. All right, I've, that, I've uh, grew up with a lot of German polka. Not the musicals, but the German polka. You grew up with a lot of German pokers too. A lot of Germans just poking you. <laughs> With their, their fingers and their cocks. That's what they were doing. That's how you grew up. I hope your dad listens to the end of this episode like he does every episode. Again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. For Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, I'm Kyle Mocha, shutting up a little bit. Here is our closing song to play us out. The best song we've ever written. Go fuck yourself. All right, Zach said it. It's the end of the show. We'll see you guys next fuck time. Fuck the fans. Fuck the fans. Fuck everybody. That's what we do here. Stay safe. Stay warm. Stay happy. Uh, drink beer. Yeah. Peace. Later. Mood.tv. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I? Kelsey Kramer. If I could only drink like him, we're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be weak We're gonna write a new one every week Some will be solid, some will be total experiment